Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent Favorite time of the high school playoffs. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin here, sideline to sideline, the Class 2A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, right here on L4 Media. And this is definitely the best week of football, all levels. I mean, it's just, you got, and I know technically nowadays you have football from Thursday night on anyway, but it's still a little bit more special when it's Thanksgiving football and all that stuff. How you doing, Grant? Doing well, man. Looking forward to... Thanksgiving Thursday, yes. and then heading off to our football weekend. We got uh, two great games, uh, 4A games in uh, Spring and New Caney on Friday, then one in, I want to say Tomball maybe, yeah, or somewhere Tomball. on Saturday. Um, so, yeah, my favorite time of the year outside of maybe state championship week. This is the one I look forward to. For me, the state championship, the the, the one negative is that's it. It's over. So it kind of, you know, it's a tinged with sadness type but of thing. That gives you time for your loved ones afterwards. Who? Huh? Your loved ones? You're engaged. Uh, am I? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I sat there and saw you get engaged. Yeah, that was... Personally. Yeah, way to go. That That was your fault, by the way. I know, because like, you're you want to do there. what I want to well, do. Well, no, I mean, you know, she's all looking at how Kelly's all happy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell her it's because of the, the margarita, not the wedding coming it's up. It's because of the sweater? No. Lower. <laughs> <laughs> two-ton honey bun down there. Wow. <laughs> two-ton honey bun, a two-inch right, Maybe she'll, you know, little Debbie's fine. Anyway, oh, oh, here we go with the coffin again. Hey, dude, it's it's been like two weeks, three weeks, man. Bronchitis. Doctor said it. I didn't know this. I, I guess I I remember they said it when my mom had it. But my mom also had uh, lung cancer, and so I thought that was part of it. But apparently, when you get bronchitis, man, that cough can linger for a month. But I am feeling way better. I'm still kind of nasally. But anyway, ooh, we're gonna not. I can't make fun of you. You just brought up lung cancer. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I was going to, my whole bit all night was you're going to be coughing and hacking again. I'm not, I'm and not then quite you brought that up the force field. Well, and I, there's I, a cancer force field that you cannot cross. Your oh, mom's doing better, though. Oh, yeah. She's great now. She's actually been yep. in remission for two years. She had one little procedure a couple, a month, I guess, a month and a half ago now that they finally were able to. 
they basically had to chemo the spot and had to wait for it to get small enough because of where it was but they they got that out so apparently she's doing really good i don't know i never had i never talked okay, to her Who cool knows? Right, and hey, they went to about your mom. They went and saw like Aggies way this week. To bring, oh, they did. Yeah, they went and saw Aggies versus Abilene <laughs> Christian. Hey, that was a great game there. For hey, it was seven seven. Yeah, my was dad pretty- was like, I would pick this game. Right, I'm like, hey, <laughs> your fault. No, they had a blast. Aggies pulled it out though. Yeah, she got that was her first. Ran that away was, with it. My parents have been, you know, they've all they went to college football games, LSU, and like the Independence Bowl, and they saw it and them there a couple times. That was actually mm-hmm. my mom's first time to go to college station for an aggie game so that's cool i'm glad yeah. she's able to do oh that. yeah man I, I that that is an experience oh, yeah. i've been I, to two i'm not even an you know an aggie fan but yeah it's definitely an experience. experience and with texas being that game being brought back up i definitely would like to check one of those out eventually all right now we're going to turn our attention to two we're going to do what we do each and every week during the playoffs and that's pick every playoff game it's a little bit easier now with four games a region uh, I, I kind of feel like the first two weeks we're kind of on rails just getting to the next game. Now we can kind of take a step back on some of these games and talk a little bit more about them. It really means something this round, though, I think, because you're about to start getting into the uh, region semifinals and finals, and you're you're starting to talk statewide. Stuff. Yeah, you're, you're starting to, and especially in 2A this year in Division One, and that's where we'll start, and I'm looking at the bracket. And if you're watching us on YouTube, we have the bracket up at the same time. There's not a cheap team. I mean, Italy maybe, but you look at who Italy has ran through their year, and they've earned oh, that yeah. spot. And by the way, everybody at this point I think has earned their spot. No cupcakes left. No right? cupcakes left. I, I will think it is kind of funny, though, as you were saying that. I kind of had that pop in my mind. You know, coaches, football coaches tend to be on the conservative side, and they're the type that will scream that everybody gets a trophy. But what happens after every playoff round? <laughs> you get a trophy. Like, every playoff round has a gold ball now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you're it is what it is. It but is I like is. I like when we stick around for that presentation of the gold ball. Though. And that right that there. That is really cool. Maybe that, uh, at these games we go to this week, we'll stick around. Oh, yeah. No, I, that, I love put that. Put it on our Facebook page, which is? Which is what? Our Facebook page, Sideline to Sideline. There you go. I just didn't Thank know you. if you knew it. I mean, we've had it now for 13 years. Well, I mean, it automatically goes We're there starting to round almost into 9,000 uh, followers. Awesome. I like that. Yeah. Um, oh, that was the other thing about state championship, and I've talked about this before. The way they do state championship now, one of the negatives is you basically, oh, you won state. That's great. Can you all go ahead and move off the field here to the side? we got to get the other team warming up. Y'all all go right. to the press conference. Good job. Give them a turfy real quick. and That's yeah. why I still feel. So here's the, Don't say it because I like to see them all together so well, I no, no. watch them all. Well, but let me get, so here's my two ideas, uh, and, and we've talked about this before. My two ideas is one of them is, and you're going to have to do this with seven when 7A seven starts anyway. You're going to have to move something. Because you're not going to want state championship games being played on Tuesday. So here's my option. They will do that, though. No, no, I don't think they will. Here, here are my options. Well, they already moved some to Wednesday. Well, that's, again, I, and I think that's as far as coaches. Because what are you going to – okay, so what are you going to do in the semifinals? You're going to really want to have a state championship being played on Tuesday after the game's been played on Friday or Thursday? I guess to, they're going to have to play on Thursday. On th- I'm just telling you, and they're not okay, going to so, change Okay, so that. here's the options. Well, just, here's, here's the options. You move 2A, 3A, uh, six-man 2A and 3A over to the star. They still get the exact same everything that you get everywhere you get. In fact, I think it's kind of cooler because you're actually where Cowboys are. Or the other option is, is you start 5A and 6A one week later. And so that one week on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you have two a six man, 2A, 3A, and 4A. And then the next weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you have 5A, 6A, and 7A. 
they I could, could do that. I could see that being a path because you'd still get all the cool things. And, and actually, you might even get more people because you're getting it double weekends. Yeah, could do that. Yeah. Thing is, let's talk about the here and now. I know. Just We don't have to always State jump right playoffs, into this. Region round, region semifinal round right here. Let's go. 2A Division One, Region One, Stratford versus New Deal. Stratford twelve and zero. New Deal nine and three. This is at Dick Bivens Stadium in uh, Amarillo. Six o'clock Friday. Man, that's this the, is a good one. That's the other thing I like about this round is you get the Friday day games, like at one, yeah. two, and three in the afternoon. Yeah, I, even I think though that, this one's at six, uh, not really day, but I, I like you where know you're the going point. with that. <laughs> it's no, it's great. I, I can already tell me one of these nights. <laughs> you're already you're you're already chirping, buddy. I'm not chirping. Uh, no, what are your thoughts facts. on this game? Uh, look, man, I I know New Deal. Their quarterback Dallas Sumner about twenty one hundred yards passing. They're really good. Uh, running back Slade Morton, but Stratford, man, that defense only allows about 10 points a game. They got a really good dual threat quarterback in Bryce Braden. That's kind of the, by the way, the theme of class two a right now is dual threat. And, and this far into the playoffs yeah. is dual threat quarterbacks and really solid defenses. Right. Yeah. And that seems to be the common denominator right now. Again, Stratford only allowed on 10 points a game and their quarterback, Bryce Braden, 1,640 yards passing, 1,010 yards rushing. Boom. That, that seems to be the recipe all of a sudden. Well, yeah. And if you look at it really at all levels of football right now, defenses have kind of figured out offenses where, especially like in the NFL and even in college, everybody's playing shell defenses. Let put everything we in front still of you. see a bunch of 40 and 50 and 60 point games where in high school. Well, yeah, in high, high school, school. High but school. I mean, high school, even back in the eighties, you were having that. I mean, it's, it's 16 to 17 year old kids. I do think defenses in high school are better than they were three, four years ago. Oh yeah. yeah I no. feel like, I feel like especially they were just better players now. You know, bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah, and you know? and again, just knowing the game a little bit more, and that's the one thing we we can all joke about today and get off our lawn. Back in the day, kids today know more about football than we did when we were playing. Oh, they did, but it's also it's almost like natural selection. The bigger, stronger, faster survive. Yeah, well, you know that's you know from the eighties to now, everybody the gene for bigger, stronger, faster is just getting. Yeah. more prevalent well, I for, mean, it really you is forgot, there's, there's the bigger stronger faster fatter too. <laughs> well, I mean, but a lot of these big linemen are not oh, no, fat no, no i'm anymore. not talking about the high school i'm not talking about players i'm just talking about in general our oh, race, yeah, our, our, our genetics but yeah no uh, well the, that's the, kfc and mcdonald's and all that okay well now i'm hungry thanks uh all but right. uh, i like stratford in this game yeah i do too uh, and you know no what one of the things nobody's really talked about with stratford is you know their their head coach left in march went over mm-hmm. to be canyon's uh high school offensive coordinator and they haven't missed a beat 12 and 0 uh and this was a team losing him and a lot of people was wondering what they were going to do because they only returned 10 players from last year they lost really good player in zane burr and late uh, uh luke Braden, and they've just kept going on now i do think new deal can can muck it up oh you know, yeah this is absolutely. a program that lost three of their first four games since then they've been on a eight game winning streak uh beating cisco and that's not the thing it was beating them 52 to 21 and i know cisco's record but we had talked about that all year long look at who yeah. cisco has played when you look at the schedule 
And we only do this as a little bit, we calibrate, we don't necessarily compare like put it in gold, but it does give you an idea. And this is one of those that's, that's pretty close because two weeks ago, uh, in the first round of the playoffs, New Deal beat West Texas or Stinnett West Texas, 58 to nothing. Uh, Stinnett West Texas is in Stratford's district. They beat them 55 to seven. I mean, that's as close as you can get right there to, right. you know, how close these two teams are. I think this is a very close one possession game. Uh, but I like the Elks to win it. Yeah, give me Stratford as well. All right, Sonora eleven and one versus ten and two Holly. Um, let's see here. I, look, this Holly defense really good. Uh, their two losses into two really good teams. Yes, uh, uh, and, and they gave Albany a thing they could handle in that game, twenty-seven yeah. to fourteen. Yeah, um, yeah, that solid Holly defense. Uh, they're going up against a, uh, a running back for Sonora, Edgar DeLuna who averages almost 200 yards a game rushing. So I think Holly's going to be fine on defense, but DeLuna, it's going to come down to DeLuna for the Broncos. Uh, I really, can Norris defense stop Keegan Abel's quarterback and uh, Landis Sakura at running back? That's the two things. And Holly's very physical, and they're big up front on both sides of the ball. That's why I like Holly. I think it's Holly versus Stratford in the region finals. Yeah, you know, some things off the field happened with Holly and we were kind of, I was kind of wondering how they would handle that last week and they handled it fine, destroying mm-hmm. Panhandle. Um, I, I think Holly's defense, I, I think Lynn will get some yards, but at the end of the day, it's really hard to beat a Holly team with one guy. Again, Albany has maybe the best one guy and not that Albany is only one guy, but Adam Hill is the everything. Right. And they held them to 27 points in the earlier this year. Yeah. I, I think they do that to Sonora and they win. And I think we have ourselves a heck of a region championship next week. Yeah. Uh, Holly and Stratford. Yeah. All right. Going down to uh, region two, we've got Toller at 11 and one versus Italy at seven and five. That's over in Waxhachie on Friday. Um, look, Italy has Garrett Wood. Great dual threat quarterback, Diedrich Owens, really good dynamic receiver. Toller, man, that defense, though, only, you know, they allow like, what, 10 points, something yep. like that, a game. Uh, they got Peyton Brown back. Um, I, I, I just think the Toller uh, front, defensively especially, is just too much for Italy. Give me uh, Toller to win this game. I think it could get to two touchdowns. Oh yeah, I, I think this is the, probably the blowout of the of the two. A first off, because just, I don't think it's quite a blowout though. I think Italy's athletic enough to make it close for a while, but I think the physicality of Toller and the size of Toller, yeah. that's the thing. But I, you could be physical, but if you're big and physical, yeah. that that takes a toll. Yeah, you, we'll disagree. I, I think this is ugly, partly because of that, but also Italy pulling the upset upset because Crawford was down last uh, this year compared to where they were pulling the upset off of them. I think only made Toller mad because Toller had circled Crawford all year because yeah. that's the one team in the last five years that they haven't been able to beat. Yeah. And, and so I think unfortunately Italy becomes the replacement in that. And I just think Toller, man, this year they're just, they're on a different level. And, and, and by the way, great job, Italy bouncing back. They started 0 three, but played a hell of a schedule. Yeah. Uh, losing to scurry roster to Chilton, to Martin, uh, Tamart lost to Axdale. It was that Kearns loss at, right at the end of the district. Now, hey, Kearns was a thorn in a lot of people's yeah, sides. And, and, and the so game, a, a loss to Kearns isn't that bad. Yeah. And, and also, that game was a game where Italy couldn't move up or down. So, yeah, you're seeing more coaches on that last week kind of play it as a bye week. I just think Toller, man, the, the losing Brown for the whole season 
and then him coming back just allowed them to figure out other it's guys. Weird is I guess they're slowly working him back in, but how comfortable is he? I think he only had like 50 yards rushing last week, which, hey, for me in high school, 50 yards, that's like 49 well, more than I got in a game. Well, <laughs> But, I mean, for him, I mean, going from 160 a game to 50, maybe they're working him in, but, you know, a lot of it is I mean, just they, the they how comfortable 60. is he? Oh, no. I, so, we are, Taylor Lee of L4 Media, that, that we, they, we, he has been shooting taller games. Mm-hmm. And he showed some highlights from the Trenton game two weeks ago. He's yeah. perfectly fine. He was rolling over. I mean, they, okay. they got up on Cayuga early in 160 to nothing. What do you need? You don't really yeah, okay. need to do anything yeah, no, more cool. with him there. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's fine. Again, I I think he's there. If you're going to need mm-hmm. 30 carries, I just don't think you're going to need that until, I mean, it might be the state semifinal. You think before you can get 30 carries out of somebody oh, yeah. that just came back from an injury? Like well, I mean, we're that, talking though? three games now, though. And again, against Trenton, he had like I, I know. 10 I'm carries, saying, 100 that's a, that's something a, more. I, it's easy for us to sit here and say that. Oh, I know. Actually, yeah. Doing it. All right. All right. Uh, Toller, we think, will take on the winner of Tioga and Marlin. Tioga, nine and three. Marlin, 10 and two. This is over at Crowley ISD Stadium. Nice stadium. Yes. One of the nicest in the state right now. 1 p.m. on Friday. Give me Tioga in a slight upset. Yeah, I, I like the Bulldogs too. And we, we had talked about it last week. You know, we picked them both over Valley, View, Valley Mills. Thought it was going to be a little bit closer, and they just absolutely dominated them, sixty-four to fourteen. Uh, Marlin, hey, you know they had a really good win against Coleman last week, and, and I, I do think it'd be a slight upset. And, and I, I don't even know if I have like a oh, this is this is why I feel that. I will say this again: calibration game in comparison. Uh, the Bulldogs beat Valley Mills last week, sixty-four to fourteen. Uh, Marlin beat Valley Mills three weeks ago, twenty-eight twenty-one. Again, that doesn't mean anything, but it's just to give you an idea. Yeah. I just I just like the, the I say the Bulldogs, they're both Bulldogs. I, I like Tioga in this game. All right. Um, so let's move down to region three and what I think will be a great one. Cooper eleven and one wow. versus Garrison eleven and one, one thirty Friday over at Rose Stadium in Tyler. Uh look, this game starts at one thirty, might be over by three o'clock. Man, two running game uh, running teams that can absolutely pound the rock. Uh, Cooper averages 400 yards a game on the ground and Garrison averages 400 or I'm sorry, 340 yards uh, rushing that something's got to give here, right? Yeah. uh, Garrison defense though is kind of what I think is the turning or the swing for my vote in this game is uh, this Garrison Bulldog defense only allows about uh, just under 12 points a game. Right. Yeah. And you can't say Go ahead. I'm sorry, you can't say they've played an easy schedule by no. any stretch. Just I mean, by, they hung in there with Timpson. Yeah, back, back to back years that they, they've they've given Timpson everything they could in that. And, and honestly, I think that's where we're headed. I think we're seeing a Timpson Garrison rematch here next week. That's right, because 12 and 0 Timpson takes on 10 and 2 Honeygrove over in Athens on Friday at 1 p.m. Give me Timpson in this, though. Timpson's a little banged up, right? Uh, I think their center's out. They, they got a. Uh, one guy's missing from the offensive line. So Honeygrove, I think, can make it a little bit interesting. But at the end of the day, Timpson wins the game. And it's Timpson and Garrison uh, in the region finals. Now, again, I will point out the one of the things that Hengrove does well on the ground, on the offense is move the ball on the ground. Garrison had some. And some, Morrisford 
Oh, yeah. Hero, man. Yeah, he's, he's a, a beast. beast. Yeah, <laughs> Raylan Morris, uh, he had 244 yards and six touchdowns last week. But, again, for me, it goes back to, and, again, I thank William Banger for giving us the stats all the year. I love his optimism. I know we've talked about it, Her, uh, Honeygrove's defense, but they've played two really good offenses this year, mm -hmm. Cooper and Centerville, and both of them have scored on Three. them. Three. Oh, no, that was Honeygrove. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was thinking. So, so yeah. at the, and I'm not saying that Honeygrove's defense isn't good. It is, but it's not. They're not going to stop Timpson. If they're going to win the game, it's got to be a shootout. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and that's the whole thing with Timpson. I, there, to me, there's only a couple teams that can stop them well enough to beat them and not reach the 40s, Garrison and, and Rafiro. After that, I don't know if anybody can. Right. Uh, and, and I just don't think Honeygrove, too. I, I'm like you, though. I think this is one of those games that's probably close through the second. Now, Honeygrove next year. Look yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Depends on where they go to, because there's a chance. I mean, that it it might not matter where Honey Grove goes next year. I'm not I ready think, to say that. I think they could be a top five team next year. I do. File that away for February. All right. I'm, I'm right here. You're not. I mean, they're gonna return a great no, core. They're I, going I'm to be a great. Me down as top. <laughs> here we go. And you saying they won't be. Anything. What'd you say? Shit. Lucky to or make crap. Lucky to be fifth in district. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to region four. Holland 12 and 0 taking on a 10 and 0 or I'm sorry, 10 and two Ganado team uh, in Brenham on Friday, 7 PM. Uh, Ganado has a really solid offense. Their uh, quarterback, uh, Bryce Allman around 2,500 yards passing. Um, Holland had that big win, 28-14 over Shiner last week. And we both went with Shiner. We both felt that Shiner – and it wasn't a knock on Holland. We just thought Shiner was kind of coming into form after the schedule they'd played. And, and that defense for uh, Holland was just absolutely great. And, and it has been – at times they've given up points, uh, but the last couple of weeks they haven't. And and in saying that, I, I, I and Holland people might want to hear this because I like Ganado in this game because Holland's defense at times has struggled on the year, giving up 22, 21, 41, 36, uh, 32, and, and to good but not great teams like Schulenberg, they gave up 32 points. And, and Schulenberg made the playoffs for five and six overall. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Indians at this point. That that Not just beating Mason, but beating Mason 37-12. to 12, That's what impressed me about the Indian game in that one. Exactly. <laughs> and i got to go Ganado as well. They'll take on the uh, winner of Refrio 11-1 versus Weimer 10-2 at uh, Ferris Stadium uh, in San Antonio, 7 o'clock on Friday. Give me Refrio, no question. I think Refrio, Ganado for the region semifinal next week would be great. Give me Refugio, but I think the Wildcats will make this closer than what people think. Really? Uh, their losses on the year were to Holland and Thrall, and, you know, Holland, again, we're st they're still playing, and we talked Remember, about that. Remember, though, Refugio, a different level. Oh, no, no, I think Refugio wins by a couple touchdowns. I'm just saying, again, like the Timpson honeygrove game, I think through the first half this could be a one-possession game, and then the 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 depth and the, the abilities and Ernest Campbell and that group of Refugio eventually – and in the third round of the playoffs, you tend to see that in that first half. It's very rare. I mean, just don't don't forget that Refurio has six guys we don't know that can come off the bench right now that you'll see next year and make a name for themselves this year. Or they'll play a key part before it's over this year where an injury and they step up and you're like, wait a minute, they just lost an <laughs> all-state left guard and they're still doing the same thing. Right. And, and that's a really good point. Yeah. Depth is always reign supreme. We try to tell 4A people that, that about with Iowa Colony, but depth at the 2A level, 
that's that's like gold. Yeah. Uh, talking more and more, and, and you know, and we we had the Munster show. This you know, this is our second year, but that was the only two A show we had. But being in the two A world now and talking to more two and two A coaches, it, it's like to them, it's like, do you want two five stars or twenty five three stars who know their their stuff? And almost all of them are like, I'll take that depth because at yeah. the end of the day, that depth's going to win. Uh, speaking of honey grove and munster look out for both of those programs next year oh yeah oh my gosh yeah all right that's class 2a division one we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we're gonna do it all again for class 2a division two and i might be calling a big upset when it comes to munster Ooh. right here on sideline to sideline brought to you by si design and printing are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent you. Sponsors that we would like to thank here on Sideline to Sideline include online at jetboatsoftexas.com. Tough as Texas, they'll build you a boat. You can find your own boat, too. They do have pre-made boats, but what they work best at is you going onto their website, you go into the boat builder, click, you click that, and then you start seeing what you want to add, and you can do everything you want from a fishing boat to a jet ski boat to just a wanting to go out in the water and cruise boats. Again, check them out online at Jet Boats of Texas. Uh, I love it because they're out in West Texas, Iran. Uh, and they're out there and they're from there and also go to, by the way, to their on their webpage and go to their YouTube channel on YouTube. Just type that. And that again is jet boats of Texas also on Facebook at jet boats of Texas. But again, you go there, you build your boat, you submit it. They then contact you and say, okay, this is what we can do on that, on what you want to do. Here's going to be the calls and, and you're ready for us to start building. And I, I think that kind of stuff is awesome. So check out jet boats of Texas. Also, Everidge Farms, you know, Grant and I on our show uh, trips are always going to find really good foods, really good restaurants. We always love steaks, and you can get all that and get it sent to your house from EverageFarms.com. It's birth to harvest. We don't know what harvest means. They don't send it off to a feedlot. They, they don't fatten them up just to have them fat. They, they raise them right. They're, they're free range. And man, the, the quality that they bring out when you look at on their website, go look at that bone in ribeye, a hundred dollars. And, and man, you're going to get some great meals out of that, that full briskets, ribeye steaks. But more importantly, they have things like what they call their best of West Texas. And that's where you get two thick cut ribeye steaks, two thick cut New York strips, two Chuck eye steaks, a package of ever average farm jerky and 
You can make this a gift card, a gift basket, because they'll give you a personalized card with a gift message. And that's only 150 bucks, man. Think about that. Alone, the two ribeye steaks that are going to be thick cut. I mean, you go to a restaurant in today's world, and that's what, 45 to 65 easy? And that's at the mid-level steak places. You go to a real good steak place, you're talking $100 steak in of itself. And that's just two of of six uh, steaks right there. Uh, And they also have their monthly farmer specials. They have the farm club. They have the regular West Texas family box. They have the grill master box, which is 11 to 13 pounds of dry aged Texas Y goose brisket, two thick cut New York States, two pounds of short ribs and five pounds of dry aged ground beef. Again, you can find them online at averagefarms.com. Also find them on Facebook and we do appreciate them being a sponsor here in the playoffs round i guess playoff show i'm back back so um (laughs) no lead-in music there i was uh filling in on the board i thought you were gonna say the board wasn't even like close (laughs) was you using that was you using that thing you were pointing at earlier to run the board don't you tell me yeah terry been back here with greg good i'm sorry about that uh sometimes we're, we're trying to we need to just put you in a diaper so you don't have to go pee every five minutes. You're, you're, wow, you're the one. Yeah, diapers, I'm fine. I'm sure I'm find some. Papers. You're the one that gets to go Dollar Tree. You're the one that gets to go do all that when I'm having to do live reads, and then I'm trying to work it in with. Well, you know what? Seconds. Don't do live reads. Okay, you do live reads next. Well, I then I can't go pee. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, we did Class Two A Division One. Now let's do Class Two A Division Two. Uh, where are we starting at? Let's go region one. Groover ten and two taking on Clarendon nine and three. This is over in Border on Friday, two o'clock. Uh man, man, two o'clock on Friday. Can you really digest all that turkey and dressing by then? I mean, I I look I have got the in Borger, uh-huh. The concession stands are going to make zero money because everybody's going to still be full. Oh, I figured if it was in Borger, they were going to not make any money because everybody's going to the plaza. <laughs> plaza. Oh, my gosh. Best if you don't know what that is, Texas, man. Yeah, they've got one in Borger. They've also got one in Childress. Yep, and we've uh, eaten at both of them. And they're not even a sponsor of ours, but still go check them out. Chili Rano's, enchiladas, are you good a, stuff. Are you, like, I, I, that's the one thing that I've changed. I don't. I don't eat a big plate anymore at Thanksgiving. I tend to eat a couple smaller plates. I just I, I've gotten to the point now, and, and you and you know this from our road trips, man. If I eat too big of food, I've, I've got to sleep. I'm not even talking about the trip down of turkey. I mean, I just if I eat a big lunch during the day, I get sleepy. So I tend to not eat a big plate anymore. I tend to eat a big plate and then sleep yeah. on Thursday. I like to watch the football. So uh, yeah, I like to watch. Uh, I like to listen and watch <laughs> at the Cowboys yeah. while I'm sleeping. All right. So <clears throat> we talked when we did our region championship. I kind of overlooked Clarendon, and, and I even came back in week two and said so I, I kind of overlooked them. Mm-hmm. And it was easy. They started out the year zero and three. Uh, and one of their losses, though, was Roscoe, and all of a sudden, that that's not that bad of a loss anymore. Not that it was ever a bad loss, but, I mean, you look at where Roscoe is now and what they mm-hmm. did last week, that kind of go, okay, that's a pretty good win. And, and then, uh, you know, they, they ended district beating Wellington 36-20 to and what at the time was a slight upset. Um, I, I like Clarendon in this game. I like Groover. I like Groover because of Briggs Satterfield, their dual-threat quarterback. I think their defense is pretty good. Uh, I think this is a close one, and the winner of this one will 
have definitely earned it, right? This oh, yeah. is going to be a great game. But I like Gruber in a close one. Yeah, and, and again, a comparison game. They both played Shamrock. Uh, Clarendon played them in the regular season. They beat them 58-6. to six. Groover played them in the first round of the playoffs, beat them 49 to 14. That's really not much comparison. To that. I no. think it's a great game. I think it's a one possession game, but I'm going to go with Clarendon in it. Okay. And uh, so I've got it uh, Groover versus the winner of Wellington and Sunray in the region finals. You've got it Clarendon versus the winner of Wellington and Sunray in the region finals. So Wellington, nine and three, Sunray, 10 and two over at Happy State Stadium, uh, State Bank Stadium. In Canyon, it's 6 o'clock on Friday. Ooh, could be cold out there on Friday at 6 o'clock, especially into the second half, man, that wind picks yep. up out there, um, kind of like a wind tunnel. We've been on the sideline there before. Last time I was on the sideline there, by the way, um, it started sleeting uh, about this time. So I, I love cold weather. I love cold precipitation. I'm not a big fan of sleeting, though. So... This is a great game because, like Wellington, their defense only allows about eight and a half points a game on average. Sunray, offensively, averages 49 points a game. I mean, well, yeah, great. And for me, you know, I'm a big believer. If, if I have a region favorite and somebody knocks that region favorite off and they're, and they're a good team and it's not some fluke thing, they kind of become that favorite. And Sunray, what they did to New Home, now, again, not only being – a new home team that I think a lot of people felt was probably the region favorite, but beating them 28 to seven and never letting it, that, that offense get going for new home. I, I look at that and, and I know Wellington is, you know, it's, it's Wellington and, and all that. And, and you know, they're, they're one of the, the, the blue bloods of this area, but I have Sunray winning this game. I, I trust Sunray's defense over an offense that can score. And Wellington has a really good de off, uh, defense too. Yeah. Uh, until that Clarendon loss uh, in district, uh, they hadn't given up a point in district. They had had five straight shutouts in a row. They'd had seven shutouts of their first nine games. Uh, they had a shutout last week. But, man, I, I just – I like Sunray in this game. I like Sunray because of that defense, but offensively with Armando Lujan, the the quarterback, a dual-threat quarterback, really good re uh, receivers in Dawson Bennett and Damian Berrigan, and then really good uh, running back in Arnold Mendoza. So – I think it's a Sunray offense against that uh, Wellington defense. And I think that Wellington defense kind of bends a little bit this yeah. week. And uh, Sunray is able to uh, take advantage of it and put a lot of uh, pressure on the Wellington offense. Yeah. Right. I, I agree. So I think it's Sunray versus Groover. You think it's Sunray versus Clarendon in the region finals. All, All right. right. Let's go down to region two. Go ahead. Uh, Munster 8-4 and four versus Albany 12-0. and 0. This game's Friday, 1 p.m. Weatherford Kangaroo Stadium. You, by the way, can hear the Munster football show. Going to be recording that tomorrow. I think we've got it set for like 12 or 1 o'clock. I'll have it out by 1.30. Um, Munster, you, you and I called it, but, you know, on the state level, beating Wink last week was considered a little bit of an upset. Wink had a ton back from a team that last year had, had went three rounds deep. Um, but – the thing that I said then, and, and I hold it now, Munster, the one thing that has developed over this season is they're a really good run defense. Major McBride for Pottsboro had a lot of yards against them, but it took a lot of carry, especially when you see like what Pottsboro did to Grandview last week, even right. though they lost the game. But offensively, they just tore up Grandview. I'm going to go ahead and swing yeah. for the fence here. I'm going to oh, call the upset. Really? I, I know 
and this is this is all about Phil. If don't email me giving me well, Albany's done it. Albany is the prohibitive favorite in this game. I have no, I am not going to argue Absolutely that. Absolutely, they are, and they should for be. good reason. Yeah, I mean Adam Hill, maybe the most you know. We talk about, you know, uh, Brown at Toller, and you talk about other players, but Adam Hill is that old school. When you think of West Texas running back, it's Adam Hill. Yeah. You know, six foot two, 260 pounds, 240 pounds, whatever he is, 220 pounds. I don't think he's that big. Uh, but I, I, I'm just going pure feel here. And also, honestly, when you do a coach's show with a coach all year long, you tend to root for him. I like that defense, that offense with, with uh, Carney at quarterback is, is not – they're not going to – they're one of those teams that they're not going to wow you, but then you're going to look up at the end of the night and go, well, dang, they got the 40 points. Yeah. <laughs> and I just – well, it, I, I'm just calling it. I like Munster and, in this and game. And I think your main reason is that Munster run, run defense, defense, right? Yeah. yeah, make – if you can make uh, uh, Albany do something that they don't want to do, and that's throw the ball more. Uh, but they can do that. That's the thing. That's why Albany will win this football game is quarterback Chip Chambers and receiver Carson Fairchild. Is that not the greatest quarterback name? I mean, that sounds like if you were right, if you were doing Friday Night Lights again, you'd name your quarterback Chip Chambers. That's yeah, a great name. Pretty cool. Um, and, and again, I am I am not in, in any and way. Look, this Albany defense has only allowed 76 points all year. And that's I the think thing nobody is. really talks about when you talk about Albany. You yeah, get they've focused on Adam Hill. Yeah. 563 to 76. And, 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 and we're not talking about playing terrible teams. Again, we talked about earlier. They beat Seymour. Uh, held him to 14. They held Holly to 14. A Holly team outside Played Albany, of the lost to Albany. But no, no, I'm talking about Albany. Or I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, and they beat. Beat, beat Holly. Yeah, you got to turn around. Yeah, I know what you yeah. Because yeah. yeah, we were yeah. just talking about Holly a couple minutes yeah. ago. But yeah, that, those are good teams. They held Roscoe. Again, look at what Roscoe's doing offensively last week, scoring 50 on Winthors. Tearing it up. Tearing it up. They held him to seven points. Yeah. So, again, I, I 100% know I'm calling an upset. And it's a it's a upset it's a good that might not have it, a, though. Yeah, but it might, it might not have a lot of foundation in, in reality. But I'm going to go with it. I'm going with Munster in the Slight upset. <laughs> I'm slight. writing it down so yeah, please don't do. forget. Yeah, please. Well, if if I if I lose it, I'm gonna throw that paperweight. Don't leave yeah, it in the no, studio. I'll, I'm gonna throw it the paperweight. I'll, I'll scratch it out because right. we always want to be right. All right, so I've got it. Albany versus right. Roscoe and Collinsville. You've got it. Munster versus Roscoe or Collinsville. Uh, Roscoe ten and two. Collinsville eleven and one. Uh, this is two o'clock on Friday in Springtown. Uh, Roscoe has gotten hot, right? Yeah, they I mean, really have. Only, again, they're 10 and 2, so how much hotter can you get, right? Jace Arnwine at quarterback, uh, Ivan McCann at running back, but they're taking on a Collinsville team that can score in just in bunches, right? They <laughs> average almost 52 points a game offensively, Collinsville does. And it's the way they do it. Logan Jenkins at quarterback. We talk about dual threat quarterbacks, but he and he can run. But they're more true, and they they have started running him more since district. But they're more of the Texas Tech spread oh, it yeah. out. He's got almost forty five hundred yeah. yards passing. Yes, and and they just they you gotta keep up with them. Exactly, that's the, thing. That's the right. And can then, Roscoe keep up with Collinsville offensively? I don't think so. And, and the thing is, is all that talk quietly defensively. 
what they've done on the year, they haven't given up more than 27 points. And that, that 20, I'm sorry, they gave up 42 to Cooper. So they gave up 42 to Cooper, but that's Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, they gave up 27 to Munster, but they scored 51. Uh, since that giving up 27, they've scored, or they've given up seven, zero and 21, but they scored 69 in that game. I, I like Collinsville in this game. I do think this is going to be a really fun game. And I do think if Roscoe can play keep away, but that's what Collinsville has seen all year. Everybody's trying to play keep away with them. I and only, Cooper was able to do it and Cooper started out strong and man they had to hold on by the skin of their teeth by the end of that game because Collinsville was coming on I do want to point out though this is one of those years where it's it, this, this region is coming down to two districts 8-2-A and 6-2-A so mm-hmm. there's a chance we could have region you know district rematches in the semi in the region final but who do you have in this one uh, I got Collinsville in this one I think it's close I think it's a really good ball game uh, out in Springtown but I like that Collinsville offense, and I like Logan Jenkins at quarterback. I just I don't know that that Roscoe defense has an answer for Logan Jenkins. Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. You know, with that. Cooper didn't have an answer. They, no, again, they I, jumped out I mean, far early with yeah. that run game, and then they were they were. I still remember. I think Collinsville got the ball at the fifty with like a minute left, and they just it was Cooper just had that great defensive stand yeah. to hold them off. Speaking of. Uh, rematches as we talk about that as we move over into oh don't have a match did they oh no I don't want I thought they played each other oh, I was thinking Dawson that's why my bad it's Deweyville yeah Deweyville Mart I, okay. I, was, I had Dawson in my mind I thought Deweyville ten and two versus Mark 20, uh, 12 and zero seven p.m. Friday Huntsville Hornet Field uh, you know Mark they're Mark it, it's amazing to me and I was even talking about it with one of the two A coaches how in this in this division. Mark, the number two team in the state, but hardly anybody has talked about them as a state champion. Right. Everybody, of course, has talked about Albany, deservedly so, or Collinsville's kind of the hot pick because of Logan Jenkins, and can they get past them? Uh, and here's Mark just dominating like they dominate, uh, beating Overton last week, 66-20. to 20. Congratulations to Overton on one of their top great seasons in the history of their program. Yeah, ever, right? Yeah, ever. And again, that's yeah. the thing that what, what I want to see from them is now to build off that. That's the thing they've never quite been able to do is take that next step. And they're young. So Overton, if they can keep everything together. But anyway, uh, in, in this game, they're playing a Deweyville team in the Pirates that are 10-2 and two on the year. Uh, their only losses were to Chilton and Lovelady. Uh, you know, teams that are still playing that's always a big thing for me uh, but at the end of the day man it's mark and i just i don't yeah. know if deweyville has enough to beat mark look deweyville has two 1000 yard rushers in yep. elijah curl and cj milton the thing is this mark defense is allowed just under eight points a game on average now i do want to point out though uh-huh. that slot t if they can play keep away from mark and we have seen over the last years, Mark can get frustrated when they play a team like Fall City that keeps the ball away from them and doesn't allow them to have a lot of possessions. We have seen Mark's offense but try to do m- big plays to catch up. Mark can play whatever you what whatever game you put on the field in front of them, they can do it. Yeah, Look, but they've just, got JD Bell yes. at running back who averages what 160 yards a game on the ground yeah. rushing. Yeah. Right. So they can do the same thing to you. I That's know. the thing. I know, but I'm just so, saying we've seen them get frustrated. At times. Oh yeah, they have. And the great I, thing I about think this is a different mark. You know what I love about two A, Milton and Carl also are probably Deweyville's best linebackers. Yeah, and, yeah. and if you're Mart, when we don't talk about this enough, if you're Mart, 
you attack them on defense to wear them down on offense. Yeah. And, and that can be done with Mark because they're going to run between those tackles a bunch and they're going to try to soften them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do think this is a close game, but I just, I, I just think Mart is on that kind of, I think they've got a chip on their shoulder and I also think Hoffman kind of also likes the fact nobody's really talking about them. I think he's using that as motivation. I think Deweyville hangs, but at the end of the day, I just think Mark's got too much. I don't know that Deweyville hangs more than three quarters, though. I, I think I guess, Mark yeah, puts I, this I no away with that. by mid-third quarter, and it's out of reach for Deweyville. I like Mark by two to three uh, possessions. All right. We both have Mark winning. They'll take on the winner of Tenaha and Lovelady be a good in the region finals. Uh, this being played over at two, uh, in Henderson at two o'clock on Friday. Uh, Tenaha ten and two, uh, Lovelady undefeated at twelve and zero. Give me Lovelady in this one, though. I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's Lovelady and Mark in the region finals. I, I never would have thought that we would be down to one Ward coach at this part, uh, and, and and Terry Ward's done a wonderful job. And by the way. It's nice to see Tenahaw back at this level. It had been a couple mm-hmm. years. They kind of got locked up at the 12-game level, losing in, in the second round. I think the last time they've been this far is when they made it to the state semifinals in 2018. I'm torn on this game. I, I think Love Lady's going to win, and Love Lady has just been so consistent all year long. I mean, shutouts, 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 and that offense is averaging 45 points. But, man, Tenaha has some athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jay Tyrion Moore. Everybody's DJ got Cooks. athletes. At yeah, this everybody's got athletes. That's a really good point, and that and and that makes you know that's a valid thing. And and their two losses were all the way back in non district. Uh, they lost to three A ARP and three A DeKalb back to back weeks. Uh, I'm gonna go Love Lady, but I, I, I'm gonna say this is a game everybody needs to watch out for. I, I think don't be shocked if if Tenaha's making this, ra- making plans for the next round. Yeah, this is. Closer than Mark Deweyville. Oh, yeah. I think, like I said, I think this is a one-possession game. All right. Uh, so let's go down to Region 4 then. Bremont versus Falls City. Bremont 9-1. and one. Falls City 9-3. and three. This is at uh, Gupton Stadium in Cedar Park at 6 o'clock on Friday. Uh, Bremont got a really good quarterback, dual-threat quarterback in Coben Zan. Um, Falls City has their dual-threat quarterback, uh, and Braylon Johnson, uh, you know, two dual threat quarterbacks. Who's the better defense, though? Who's going to be able to stop the other team's dual threat quarterback that is going to throw the defense? That's on a their really heels. good point because both of right. these teams have played great defense at times, but against better teams have given up points. You look at Bremont and their losses were to Kearns. Again, Kearns is one of those weird teams that could beat almost anybody, but then can lose to almost anybody. Right? Uh, they scored 27. Holland beat them by scoring 31. Chilton beat them by scoring 28. Again, two of those three teams are still playing. Four falls, it was uh, – Three eight teams, Poe 33 to nothing, Stockdale 24 to 21, and Flatonia 35 to 28. But in the wins, both of these teams have tended to play good defense. So this is one of the harder ones to call because I think these teams you talk about, they both have really good quarterbacks. They both have defenses that are solid. They both have offenses that can score. To me, this is a, a one possession to three point type of game. And I'm going with Bremont in this one, but I think this is a 35 to 34, 35 to 30 type game. I'm going with Bremont as well, and I think exactly like you, I think it comes down to one drive. It's going to be a one-possession game. You know, look, Bremont might win this by six or seven points, but it's going to come down to a play made somewhere 
late in the game, yep. uh, be it turnover, special teams, I don't know, or just a big defensive stop. Uh, but I think Bremont squeaks with an out, and they'll play uh, the winner of Granger and Chilton a for rematch. the region finals. That's right. Granger 10-2, and two, Chilton 11-1. and one. This is in Belton on Friday at 7 o'clock. Give me Chilton in this one, but I think this is a close one as well. Yeah, Granger won the first one 17-14. to 14. I tend to go when it's two good teams. <clears throat> excuse me. It's two good teams and they're playing again. I, I tend to go with the team that lost in the first round or in the first time they played. That's just how it seems to to fall out nowadays. Uh but what Chilton without their stuff. See, that's what I'm trying. I was trying to look thinking, that up. I, I was trying to look that up earlier if Derek Taylor was out that game. Yeah, and and I, I'm I, not sure. I was thinking um, he was, but if you know, maybe email us. Yeah, right? if you know, uh Grant and Terry at S2Sport.com. I'm going to go with Granger in this game. No, no. Go Chilton. I'm going to go Chilton. I'm going to go with my gut. Chilton I'm going to go with the Pirates in this in game. region finals. How great would that be? Well, that would also be a rematch because 13-2A Division Two has dominated the region playoffs this year mm-hmm. uh, with Bremont, Granger, and, and Chilton, all three still alive, and a good chance that you know two of them, are, or at least one of them are going to advance for sure, but a good chance that two of them will as well. Wow. That went by quicker than I thought, but yet we're still sitting at 45 minutes because, yes, there's less games, but we're going to tend to talk more about those games than we might do in other ones. But that is going to do it for the third round shows, the Turkey Week shows. That means after three great weeks of football, we're going to wake up Monday morning and we only have three weeks left in the 2023 season. Everybody, please, man. Yeah. Bittersweet. Everybody, please be safe if you're going traveling for Thanksgiving or for any of these games. If you're not, you're going to stay home and watch them. Enjoy them. Enjoy the turkey. Enjoy the week with family. And let's meet back next week right here on the Class 2A edition of Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, right here on L4 Media. She begging for more sipping on apple pie, moonshine.